This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Jose Avila. He is a 17-year-old that doesn't want to go to college and he wants to start his own business. For your chance to win 100 bucks, just like Jose, every Monday morning, simply subscribe to this podcast on iTunes right now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Top Tribe, you know I don't have a lot of time to waste. That's why I use FreshBooks to send out invoices and make sure I'm collecting my money. To get your free month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Nathan Latka here. This is episode 575. Good morning, everybody. Hope your jog is going well or your ride in is going smoothly and you have something to look forward to tomorrow. We've got Road Luar coming up. I simply asked, will this mobile payment startup survive? It's really on the edge. We'll see. Top Tribe, good morning. Nathan Latke here. Our guest today is Lawrence Girard. He is the CEO and founder of FruitStreet.com. He was a pre-med student in the undergraduate degree program at the Harvard University Extension School for two years before he decided to pursue Fruit Street full-time and move to San Francisco. In high school, he played soccer for the New York Red Bulls Academy as a goalkeeper, which sparked his initial interest in health. Later, he decided to pursue a career focused on social impact and spent a year volunteering in an emergency room at Huntington Hospital in North Shore Long Island Jewish Health System. He's grown obviously since then, now focused exclusively on Fruit Street. Lawrence, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. So tell us first, what does Fruit Street do and how do you generate revenue? Uh, Fruit Street is a HIPAA compliant telemedicine software product that's licensed to healthcare professionals. And it allows the healthcare professional to do HIPAA compliant video consultations with their patients, but also monitor their patient's health, diet, and lifestyle with medical devices, wearable devices, and mobile applications. For example, each patient that uses the software has a personal health record that integrates with Fitbit products to track physical activity and sleep, wireless bathroom scales, FDA-approved blood pressure cuffs and glucometers, and then our mobile application, which allows the patients to take pictures of their food and get feedback from a registered dietitian, for example. And so we use the software as a service business model where the healthcare professional will pay us a monthly licensing fee to use the software with the patients in their medical practice. And then walk us through, uh, so it's obviously a SaaS company, um, fairly new, but break down some of the numbers for us. Uh, you were telling me before the show, what are you guys at in terms of monthly recurring revenue to date? So we're at 15000 a month in uh, monthly recurring revenue. And um, you know the company started in May of 2014. And you know, we've raised about $6 million of funding from 180 physicians that have invested in the company as well. So I want to talk about that in a second. So you said $6 million from how many? 180? Correct. Yeah. So I want to talk about that in a second. Uh, but first, break down that 15 grand in monthly recurring revenue for us. On average, what's the customer paying you per month? Uh, yeah. So it's typically about $200 a month for the software. Uh, and right now, it's been mostly small medical practices. But we're starting to do um, institutional pilots with larger institutions where if the pilots go well, we could have six-figure enterprise contracts um, as well. And so the typical price for the software is $200 a month. And how many current customers are you working with? 
Right now, there's around 100 um, customers. In some cases, we've given discounts, which is kind of how it comes out to about 15,000 a month of revenue. Yep. But there's about 100 practices using the software right now. And what is the, uh, just fill out the picture here a bit more, in 2016, what was total revenue? Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't have that number off the top of my head. We're at about 100K annual um, run, run rate right now. We've generated about $130,000 of total revenue. Yep. Um, and so, you know, most of it came in 2016. There might've been a little bit in 2015, but most of it was in 2016. Anyone that has started paying you, have they, anyone left? What's your, what's your gross customer churn per month? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, definitely the answer is yes. Um, but I mean, I would say we only lose about like 10% of our customers. I mean, when people sign up there annually or per month, um, it's on, I would say on an annual basis. I mean, we're, we're still kind of getting into that phase where we're like tracking those metrics a little better. We've been more focused on like kind of learning about like what product features people want to build. And now, you know, 2016 was about like, let's build the minimum viable product that people are willing to pay for. And that 2017 is about, you know, how do we scale from 15 K a month of revenue up to, you know, hundred K a month of revenue and like reduce the churn rate, increase the lifetime value of the customers, get more referrals from our existing customers. And so now that we have the product, we have, we're, we're going to be more focused on metrics like churn rate, lifetime value, the customer acquisition costs in 2017. You said you wanted to increase LTV. Do you know what that is now? What's current lifetime value? Um, yeah, so it's, I think it's about, um, we're using a software called Bear Metrics actually to track this. Um, so actually, I don't have a perfect answer for you. So I'm, I think I'm going to hold off on that answer for now. But um, Hopefully, if you interview me again next year, we'll have a better answer for you. That's okay. It's early. I mean, any lifetime value calculation now would be based off extrapolated data. You know, taking the ARPU divide, you know, times the number of months they're paying that ARPU, which is a relative, you know, function of the churn rate, which you guys are still trying to finalize. So it makes good sense. Um, you launched in 2014. What's the team size to date? Yeah, so we have uh, nine full-time employees on the sales side, uh, but we actually have an interesting joint venture agreement with another company called VC, which is VSEE.com. They're the world's market leader in HIPAA-compliant telemedicine software. They have about 52 full-time employees, and about 10 of them uh, work on Fruit Street on the design and engineering side. And so they own a portion of our company and develop uh, our product through a joint venture agreement, which would make the team size in total you know, around 20 people. Um, yeah, does that make sense? It does. And where are you guys based? Uh, so Fruit Street's in New York City in the financial district. We're at a, a WeWork location down here. And then uh, VCs in San Francisco. Okay, cool. So let's let's break down. I think an interesting thing you did here. So you raised six million bucks from 180 folks. Walk us through the thinking behind that. Yeah. So we really wanted the company to be funded by um, physicians instead of venture capital firms for multiple uh, reasons. So we feel that since we're developing a, a medical product, that we would have very valuable input from physicians that could actually use the product with patients in their practice and give us feedback from their patients and their healthcare providers on how we can you know, improve the software, which is one reason why physicians are more valuable in many cases than a venture capitalist. Also, the physicians act as a sales network, introducing us to potential um, customers as well. And then we also felt that the physicians were more interested in not only getting a financial return on investment, but having a social impact. And so Fruit Street's actually a public benefit corporation, which means we are for profit, but we also write our social mission into the bylaws of our company, which is to prevent and treat lifestyle related disease using telemedicine, wearable devices, and mobile applications. And the final point on this is that, you know, we like to think of it as if we needed to raise $25 million, why not have 500 physicians invest an average of $50,000 each and make this more of a grassroots movement of physicians that want to improve healthcare with 
technology uh, rather than going down the traditional venture capital route. Best investor is your customer, right? Right. What, are there any tax benefits to being a public benefit corporation? So there's no tax benefits. Um, I mean, the legal structure was started to give founders and, and well, really board of directors members the option to make decisions that are not necessarily the most profitable, but might take um, societal impact into account. The reason why we did it was because we wanted to attract investors and employees and partners that were primarily motivated by the social impact um, and not primarily motivated by the uh, financial outcome. And so we feel like that helped us attract uh, you know, those team members that were interested in a social mission. Can you actually talk about dynamics of raising around? financing it's hard enough if you have to get five investors to sign way more difficult with 180 structurally how did you manage that process yeah so we reach all the physicians through linkedin advertising actually uh, because about 75 percent of the physicians are on linkedin and actually do one-on-one calls on our telemedicine software to give them a full business and product presentation but in terms of our cap table um you know we have a full-time attorney uh chris who actually graduated from harvard law school 40 years ago and works for us time. And so he does all the paperwork, but then we use a software called eShares to manage the cap table. And then we also have a dual class stock structure, similar to the way that Facebook is structured, where I've actually retained full voting control of the company, uh, even though we have five board members. Uh, and the purpose of that is just to make sure that, you know, if we eventually have 500 physicians as investors, that, you know, we don't become a very slow moving organization since the primary advantage that startups have over big companies is the ability to execute very quickly. But we still, you know, engage these physicians and get their feedback, but we do have this structure that allows us to make quick decisions as well. Do you put them all though in a syndicate and just that one syndicate company is listed on your cap table or are there literally 180 different line items in your Excel sheet for your cap table for every name of every investor? Yeah, there's literally 180 um, shareholders, so they're not in a syndicate. Um, we might have to do that if we ever reach the point where we hit the SEC's um, investor limit. And then Which we might what? put them... Uh, it used to be 2000. I think they raised it to 5,000. I don't think we'll hit that. I mean, we'd have to raise quite a bit of capital to hit that. So we try to keep the minimum investment at 25 to 50 K. We've had some positions put in like a hundred or a quarter million. Um, but so I don't think we're going to hit that limit, but if we did, that would be one reason to start moving them into like special purpose vehicles or something like that. Okay, Top Tribe, as many of you know, I sold Hayo and everyone is always asking me what my expenses were when I was building Hayo. Well, a big expense was that I spent over three grand per month on financial services to keep me out of trouble in terms of taxes. You know, my mom would always harbor me, Nathan, you gotta keep all your receipts and put them in a freaking box or something to make sure you don't get an audit or things like this. I'm like, mom, I'm a millennial. You think I'm gonna keep all these receipts? I now use FreshBooks. I use their mobile app to take a picture of receipts and it makes taxes a cinch. Additionally, I don't have to hire a $3,000 per month person to manage all my finances. It's like saving so much money and my mom's happy. Additionally, I don't waste a bunch of time creating invoices. I use their templates and I can avoid using Word templates or Excel files. I just use FreshBooks to quickly send out invoices and it works like a charm. To get your free first month, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, go to nathanlatka.com forward slash FreshBooks and enter the top in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Yeah, it makes complete sense, Lawrence. Let's jump into the famous five here. Number one, what is your favorite business book? Hmm, favorite business book. Um, 
actually reading a book right now called The Science of Growth, which talks about how a lot of entrepreneurs think that the way to build a successful company is to build a product people are willing to pay for. But then there's this whole separate science of growing that product. Things like why did Facebook win against Friendster? And so um, I would say that's my favorite right now. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying currently? Hmm, CEO I'm following or studying currently. Top, top. Tough question to answer there. Um, I would say I would say Milton Chen, who's the CEO of VC. He's my personal life mentor. You know, maybe not uh, you know world famous on the level of Mark Cuban or Larry Page quite yet, but I think he will be one day. He's the C- he's the CEO of what? Uh, of VC, which is our, our software partner. Oh, uh, so, got it. Yeah. So Milton Milton has a PhD in computer science from Stanford, and uh, is kind of one of the world's leading design experts when it comes to telemedicine software. Interesting. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like TopTel? Um, so many good ones. Tough decision. Um, I like Ring Central actually because it gives me the ability to follow up with potential customers and investors through my desktop application instead of uh, through through text messaging instead of manually putting everything into my phone. My second favorite would be eShares just for cap table management. Makes good sense. Number four, yes or no? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Maybe five out of seven days. Okay, got it. And what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? I uh, just started dating someone um, as well. So I have a girlfriend right now. No kids. No kids. No and, kids. And 2025, January. Nice. So no kids. <laughs> All right. Take us back five years, Lawrence. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? My 20-year-old self, hmm, I would say, um, I would say put significant emphasis on uh, the team when you are starting a company, which really comes down to the the most most important thing at the end of the day and people that you could see yourself working with for, uh, you know, 10 or 20 years. Top tribe. There you have it. Put significant emphasis on the team when you are launching your company from Lawrence. Again, launch this company, Fruit Street, raised 6 million bucks from over 180 different potential customers, which is a great way to go. Did about 100 grand in 2015 revenue. ARPU is about 200 bucks per month. Current MRR is about 15 grand. Looking to grow that this year as they double down and focus on unit economics like lifetime value, CAC, and churn. Lawrence, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. If you enjoyed Lawrence today, go back and listen to Luke Stronach yesterday. Luke takes us through why he's buying a $2 million, 600-acre pecan farm and how he's going to plan to make $450 per acre per month, literally shaking money from these fruit trees and pecan trees. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. 